This is a Rooster Teeth production. everyone and welcome to another episode of annual pass this is the podcast where we talk about all things theme park shows rides attractions snacks fireworks you name it if it's about a theme park we're gonna talk about it my name is my name is your host that's not right i am your host jack patillo and of course joining me as always is my lovely beautiful and talented co-host mr jeff ramsey hi jeffrey boy you rolled you rolled with that really well it's been a while we, 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 we've been overseas and i got things things are it's it's been a while since we sat in these chairs and done an an episode. So anyway, we're happy to be back here in the States. Uh, We've got a fun episode today. We are talking about our time at a a theme park in England, in the UK. We went to Thorpe Park, Jeff. I am so excited about this trip for a a myriad of reasons. Once... One, it was nice to be able to leave the country and go back to England, uh-huh. a place that we love and that is near and dear to, to Rooster Teeth's heart. We've, we've done many events there mm. over the last decade or so. Uh, two, it was a great opportunity to finally break out of the Disney Universal <laughs> rut that we're in and see a little bit more a of the world. Is, that's a little He's bit more of a, a negative rut, word. Just a rut. Uh, just stuck in these two phenomenal p- uh, parks that are Disney and Universal. <laughs> uh, and then we got to go and uh, and spend the day with some pass holders. Yeah, yeah, some yeah, great, we got, great people. I did some high fives. Yeah. Saw yeah. some shirts. Uh, got to ride rides with actual pass holders. That was yeah, cool. It was, it was really fun. Yeah. It, it's, it's a lot of fun. We got It's going to be a fun time talking about. We'll go through sort of our, our we're going to walk through kind of our day at the park. Uh, before we get into that, though, thank you again for everyone listening and watching right now. We It means the world to us. Uh, please, if you haven't subscribed over YouTube.com slash annual pass, go over there. We did yeah. a live stream um, last week or two weeks ago for uh, for our anniversary, and it was a lot of fun. I built the Lego castle that Jessica we're, and Jennifer We're working sent. on a puzzle. We're working on a puzzle now, but we're going to start doing that hopefully about maybe once a month or so, depending on our schedules, and we're going to be putting up more content on that YouTube channel. Um, we actually, I got a, a pro, we'll talk about this later, but I got the unofficial Disney cookbook, and maybe I can try making a Dole Whip. Um, uh, that sounds fun. We yeah. should definitely try to make some recipes out of this. Yeah. That, so that, that sounds be, like good We're going to be putting more and more stuff up on that YouTube channel, so subscribe over there. Join our Discord server as well. Uh, that's really awesome. You can join the Rope Drop Running Club. We've got that group going over there. Lots of fun stuff. Also, grab some merchandise in the store. We've got the hats. We've got the pin sets. We've got the new shirt. Jeff's rocking our new Universal, uh, or excuse me, our former Universal uh, shirt, which again, I keep saying it, but I can't believe legal let us get away with that. Shh. It's so awesome. Stop saying that part out loud. <laughs> ah, they don't listen to the show. It's fine. But uh, yeah, check that out and also follow us over on our social media, annual underscore pass and all this stuff. But Jeff, let's just dive into it now. I would love to. So Thorpe Park, let me read this little blurb from their site. Thorpe Park Resort is the UK's most thrilling theme park located between the towns of Chertsey or Chertsey and Stains-upon-Thames, Thames, excuse me, <laughs> and Surrey, that Stains-upon-Thames. Isn't Stains, wasn't like Stains and Slough, weren't those two of the places that they, Slough was. That they lived in the office? Yes, that yeah. Slough was for sure. Uh, in Surrey, the park is operated and owned by Merlin Entertainments and is home to over 30 exhilarating rides, including Stealth, the UK's fastest roller coaster, as well as unmissable live events and quirky on-site themed accommodations, the Thorpe Park Shark Cabins. <laughs> which, which were very y- yeah. charming. I would love to see what they look like on the inside. Yeah. After the Thorpe Park estate was demolished in the 1930s, the site became a gra- 
gravel pit. Thorpe Park Resort was then built in the 1970s on the gravel pit, which was partially flooded, creating a unique water-based theme for the park, which would later lead to the marketing strapline, an island like no other. It was officially opened to the public by Lord Louis, Louis Montbatten in 1979, and the year since, the park has continually expanded, become the one of the UK's most beloved theme parks. And uh, you know who loves this theme park? Who? Rahul Kohli. Oh, really? <laughs> I mentioned that we were going. He's like, I love that place. It's my favorite. Oh, I was like, what are the odds? I had no idea. So I don't know if he lived out there when he was in, in the UK or what. But, uh, well, yeah. he is from there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that was just his It's like his, his home childhood park. haunt, maybe. But yeah, he said he loved the park. And so it's like, dude, we got to get him out there sometime. Oh, that'd be great. We got to go back. So uh, we had a blast out there. There's a pass holder by the name of Matt who uh, set us up. He's worked with uh, the theme park in the past. And he got us a VIP tour of the park, which totally spoiled me, Jeff. Yeah, totally, totally spoiled totally, me. Totally spoiled us. And by, um, by the way, uh, how lovely was everyone who worked at the yeah. park and and who uh, the, the people that gave us the tour? They were they were just Hattie, so, Hattie, Hattie was awesome. Hattie was, she was fantastic, great. and she was just the best guide. Uh, everybody involved in that day was just delightful. Yeah, yeah. So uh, shout except out to for Hattie. you, you were just you were a grumpy, <laughs> didn't want to be there in a bad oh, mood. Man. You were, it was the worst. I had, a, I had a rough morning that morning. My alarm didn't go off, so I was <laughs> rushing, and I had to get a COVID test because we were flying home the next It was a nightmare. But we got out there, and we squeezed in as much as we possibly could. We did a lot of stuff yeah. over the course of, like, five or six hours. So, uh, yeah, the the park itself is great. It's um, it, I would say for those of you who've never been to a UK park, it's kind of, if you think of, like, Disney and Universal as kind of the most themed, kind of, you know, big, polished attraction, like, you know, shows or, uh, you know, uh, theme parks versus, like, a Six Flags, there's more of kind of like not a carnival but you mm. know it's got more of it's less theming more kind of like oh we just have roller coasters and stuff this sort of falls right in the middle of yeah those. yeah the theming on some of the attractions was great and you don't expect a lot of like triple a properties yeah. to show up outside of disney and universal you feel like they kind of they kind of like suck up all the ip yeah uh but we saw uh there were rides or uh it's stuff associated with angry birds with uh the walking dead with uh, Saw. Saw, yeah. Uh, 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 Darren Brown. <laughs> Darren Brown, who's apparently a very big deal. <laughs> yeah, there, it, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. A lot of things I was not expecting. It, it really caught me off guard at how well done some of these rides and, were. Yeah, and the, the, the like to set it off, uh, well, I don't know when you want to get into it, but the theming on the very first ride yeah, so, we experienced was well, was their IP, yeah, let's and go, it was so cool. Let's go through it. So we, we first walked into the park, and uh, and we met up with our people and stuff, and then they're like, hey, where should we go first? And like, let's go to the Swarm, which was the first ride. Why not? Um, it was kind of off. It was sort of like a dead-end thing. It kind yeah, of yeah, went yeah. on. Like, let's just knock that one out, and then we can kind of do a loop around the rest of the park. So the Swarm, um, from their website, says, experience speeds of almost 60 miles per hour as you ride on the wings of the swarm, the UK's first winged roller coaster. What that means is there is a track down the middle and there were two seats on either side of the track. So it's basically yeah. like a big wing and you and I sat on the right side on the front row and it was a really cool coaster. It was very quick, very fast coaster as far as like it was over very fast. Very smooth. Very, very smooth. Like it caught me off guard at how smooth this thing was. This is I think their newest coaster too so okay. that might have something to do with it. But uh, the swarm was a lot of fun and the theming around it, it was meant to be like an alien invasion and so there was a lot of like wrecked vehicles and plane. There's a plane like, crashed. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there was like upside down ambulances yeah. and like burned out buildings. And they had like ash kind of raining on the whole thing the whole time. It was really cool. That was such a, you know, it's funny. Uh, I don't know when it comes out, but we, uh, we, we were t we've been talking recently about uh, 
what did you, what is your famous uh, favorite uh, like mechanic in a mm-hmm. in a theme park uh, or in a ride? And I think we I mentioned smell, but I had forgotten that that ash thing worked so well. Yeah, and it was so clever, and I've never seen anything like yeah, that. Yeah, because at first you're like, what is this stuff falling? I was like, oh, this is intentional. Like, yeah, this is this meant is a to be part here. of it, That's and it so really cool. does suck you in. It like you really do because it's kind of off in the middle of nowhere. So you kind of go off to the side, and you're kind of uh, you feel very separate from the rest of the park, mm-hmm. and it feels like it's in its own little world where things have gone very wrong <laughs> and you are instantly kind of drawn into that yeah. and it's done so well and it was fun for us because that was our first attraction so we were kind of getting our bearings in the park and it's like okay what is going on here it's like oh wow that kicked us off to a high bar very very quickly so that was a lot of fun from there we walked over to another attraction called rush which is this big swinging thing that goes back and forth mm-hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> so that was going to be our second ride of the day. Uh, we were waiting because uh, we got to go through like the exit of it basically to ride because our, our our VIP tour guide, they were like, okay, wait here. We'll get on. So we watched you know, a couple people go. What, uh, someone dropped a vape pin and hit one of our guests. <laughs> on the shoulder, yeah. <laughs> Which was great. Um, Which is funny because there's like netting all above you, yeah, safety yeah. netting. But there was just like one sliver it could have fallen through yeah. and it just like threaded the needle. And so uh, and then we're sitting there like, okay. And it's like, okay, we're going to be on the next one. And so the, the ride ended and we start walking towards it. And they're like, whoa, 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 back. Back up, back up, back up, back up. And I was like, what? And they're like, oh, someone just threw up. <laughs> sure enough, there was a, a pile of something on the yeah, ground. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. okay. And they're like, well, it's going to take some time because we have to clean this lot, out. A lot of that going on uh, at Thor yeah, Park that day. Like, okay, that's uh, all right. So, we, so we're like, well, we'll come back to this one later. Unfortunately, we ended up not going back to that one, which I, it's, it's, it's basically a giant swing that goes back and forth. It says swing, of, swing up to 75 feet at speeds of up to 50 miles an hour and feel up to four Gs as you swoop back towards the ground. Or or don't. <laughs> so we didn't get to go on Rush, unfortunately, but we, we were standing next to it for a bit. So we said, okay, well, we can't do Rush. Let's go to this next one over here, which is Colossus, <laughs> Jeff. So uh, Colossus says, ride the world's first 10-loop roller coaster and take on over 850 meters of record-breaking twisting track. And when we get to Colossus and we get to board, <laughs> they have to shut the ride down yeah. briefly because somebody else uh, had a little pukey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone had an accident on a on another car, so and they had to run it and clean it. Yeah, and, uh, so they cleaned it off and then they ran it empty to hopefully dry it out. And then, but eventually we got on and we got to ride that one as well. And uh, <sighs> so this one was uh, we we knew nothing going on to it. Like we could see it. Obviously, but we couldn't. We didn't know what. Like everyone was like, "Oh, it's a world's first something. World's first something." But they like, wouldn't okay. tell us what. Yeah, yeah. And so we get on it. We ride it. It's it uh, sat, sat in front. Sat in the very front row. And because uh, we're very, very brave, Jeff. Uh, what was the thing that you you said that you saw immediately on the Colossus upon getting off that had you kind of freaked out? Do you remember? I don't. You, we got off this thing, and you said all they could see was rust. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was... I became hyper-aware of all the rust on all the metal <laughs> on every roller coaster. Uh, this was definitely is... an older coaster, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so this one, it's a uh, it flips you upside down ten times. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Including a run of corkscrews where you uh... roll four times in a row, and then there's one last one the opposite direction. And uh, it was... It was it was interesting because it was a fun coaster, but it felt really slow. Uh-huh. So by the time you're doing those barrel rolls, you're like, okay, here we go again. Whoa. All right, here we go again. Whoa. You have, you have 
You have way too much time to ponder the rust and your demise <laughs> when you're corkscrewing around on that thing. But uh, it was, so the Colossus themed around kind of like this old sort of uh, broken down kind of like, I guess like Greek architecture type thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I enjoyed the ride. And apparently there's another one even worse than that at uh, Alton Towers that we're going to uh, check out called the Smiler, which everyone was talking about. So uh, we'll go up to that one someday. Um, then after that, we went and we actually grabbed some hot dogs, which do you remember the hot dogs? They were? Oh, I had that. I took a. Yeah. Emily and I, we shared a giant hot dog and we yeah. did it. Uh, we did it uh, Lady in the Tramp style. <laughs> <laughs> Those hot dogs, they tasted a bit funny. I, I, like, it's not the normal beef hot dog I'm used I, to. I, yeah, it, it definitely tasted different, but I was yeah. starving at that yeah, point. Yeah, I was yeah. very hungry at that point. And then we took, we had a little fan meetup. We took some photos in front of the uh, Thorpe Park sign they have in the, in the park that as was well. That's fun. And then after that, we're like, okay, let's, we just ate some food. We had kind of a big shaky ride. Let's get on something a little bit more chill. So we walked over to the back corner of the park and we went on Rumba Rapids. Remember that one? I do. Rumba Rapids uh, was the. It was like one of those uh, water spinny rides. Mm-hmm. It, it was like a big sort of a big raft where everyone's yeah, looking like inward. a raft ride. Yeah. Uh, now you don't really get super wet or anything mm-hmm. like that at all. Uh, but it says <laughs> uh, it's uh, enjoy a thrilling ride down the island's rapid river. I did manage. I did manage to get somehow, and I swear I didn't pee. Uh, <laughs> only my socks and my underwear got wet. <laughs> The pants and the shoes were fine, but I don't know how they did that. Yeah. But it was it was a fun little chill ride. It was a little bit more of a relaxation. Ran thing. into I, some pass holders in the line. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, so as we were coming off, they were going in. As we were leaving, there were some pass holders going on, and they were like, oh, yeah, we thought you guys might be here. And it's like, yeah, we've been saying we were going to be here. But anyway, uh, I took some photos with them. They were lovely. I mean, everyone there was lovely yeah, in general. Yeah. Like, I, I had no bad encounters at all. Uh, from there, we're like, all right, let's ramp it back up again. And then we went on to Nemesis Inferno, which just says spin, dive, and swoop around 700 50 meters of twisted steel track at speeds of up to 50 miles an hour on this thrilling coaster. This one was a lot of fun. This was a hanging coaster, your feet dangling again. This is where things started to go wrong for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it picked up speed. This actually, it reminded me a lot of the Great White uh, down at, at uh, SeaWorld in San Antonio, the hanging coaster. Um, there were some flips to it. I think it's a B&M coaster. It was really, really good. And then uh, towards the end, there was a big, like, sort of, uh, like, spinning, like, not a helix, but we started kind of going around pretty tight circles, and the G started picking up there. And I was like, whoa, all right. And then we finished up, and I could tell at that point, you you were having you were having some rough times. Yeah, I had already been a little jostled on the second ride, and then this one this it sent me into the into the nausea sphere, <laughs> uh, where, where I did not leave for the rest of the day, unfortunately. But it didn't stop me from riding from doing stuff. Yeah, uh, we did we did a few more after yeah. that. So, um, and then uh, there's also did you, have, did you like that one by the way? I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was yeah, a lot of fun. It was that a, was, it was a, a coaster. A lot of people's favorite. Like, yeah, a lot of people we talked to throughout the day. We were kind of interviewing because uh, most of the people that we ran into or that we went to Thorpe Park with. Uh, it was their childhood park. Yeah. Like, yeah. they all had, like, kind of you were talking about Rahul. Uh, they grew up with it, and they all had been riding it for, like, uh, 10, 20 years in, in some cases. And without a without a doubt, almost everybody said that ride was, yeah, was they, their favorite. Yeah, they love that one. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was really smooth. I enjoyed it a lot. Apparently, uh, at Alton Towers, they have the Nemesis. So this is like the sequel to the Nemesis, okay. apparently. And like they, people argue which one is better than the other. So it seems like Alton so Alton Towers and Thorpe Park are owned by the same company. And so they're, they're sort of like sister parks. Mm-hmm. So kind of like you can go to both of them and get a different experience. So we'll have to go up to Alton Towers at some point. Um, from there, we went over to uh, this was this one caught me off guard. We went to the Walking Dead the ride. Now, so this was one I wasn't expecting much. I knew it was an indoor coaster, but I was like, okay, this should be fun. Mm-hmm. And it's like I, I don't know. Like it's you know it's a branded ride. We'll see how it is. See what the experience is like. 
and uh, we went inside, and it was very, very well themed. We walked inside, they put us in this little queue room, and it had this intro video that immediately got you into it, where you could see like videos of the park, of like like security cameras from the park, yeah. and then there were walkers everywhere, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, we got to go!" And this guy's like, "Go, go, go!" You walk down this long hallway that's super dark with flashing lights and this groaning zombies around you. And Doors it just banging. Immediately and, yeah. sets like the tone of yeah. it and just kind of gets you into it. And then you get on the ride and it's an indoor uh, indoor roller coaster, kind of like Space Mountain style. Like style. a dark ride, as they say, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's not like, oh, like a dark ride, but slash. It's more roller coasters. Yeah. So um, kind of like the mummy or something. So there's no flips, nothing like that. But it's, you know, a little bit, you know, it's still intense. But on the actual attraction, they have animatronics. They have screens at points. Like the, the, the vehicle itself would stop and kind of there would be audio. So there's like a narrative as you're going through. Because the whole yeah. idea is you're escaping the area trying to get to a safe zone. And uh, then at the end, you know, like, you know, again, stuff happens and you finally make it to the end. And then they have actual like actors there as zombies, like groaning and swinging at you and stuff. It was it was cool. That they caught they, me off guard how good that was. Yeah, there's a couple of. Well, I don't want to I don't want to spoil the ghost train one. But like the, I will say that the actors playing the zombies were, were a, a great touch. Yeah, yeah. And they did a kind of a cool job of assimilating into your group without you knowing it. Yeah, you, know? yeah. you don't know who the other people you're running through. This, and it's super they're, they're, dark. And they're like and... pushing you through these hallways and you don't know these other people. And then suddenly you find out you're like, oh. I've been walking next to a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll we'll probably do an episode on the Walking Dead the Ride, like a specific individual episode. So I don't want to get too specific into these things. Okay. Because I do want to do some deep dives into well, a couple feel of these free rides. To cut anything I said. <laughs> After that, we did Darren Brown's Ghost Train, which has a ghost train that combines live action horror and thrilling effects. So they specifically asked us not to spoil this one. Yeah. So we won't we will only talk briefly about kind of what's going on. Darren Brown, for those of you who don't know, is kind of like a David Blaine or a uh, mind freak or he, he's basically a magician in the UK he does like really he's like good. a mentalist illusionist yeah. kind of. I, I saw an ad or I saw a uh, a, a, a billboard the next day when I was we were coming back uh I, I was coming back from somewhere I saw a billboard that uh that he has like a like a seminar to teach you how to unlock like the potential of your mind or ah, something. So I think he's you yeah. got to find the key and shove it in and yeah, unlock it. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so we won't talk too much about this one. But there were just some really cool illusions, I'll say, that happened in this ride. It was uh, a VR ride. I think you there, can say there, that there was some yeah there was a VR element to it where you actually wore it like a, a thing and kind of that was neat because I'd never been on an attraction that included VR before. It's the first time ever for me. Zero. Uh, I will say this. I don't think this is a spoiler. Uh, mm-hmm. It has uh, zero to do with Alan Rails. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Ghost Train superhero from Rick and Morty. True, true. So, uh, yeah, maybe maybe we'll get Darren Brown on annual pass someday, and we'll ask him like, what can we talk about on your your Ghost yeah. Train uh, show? Uh, from there, we walked over to the Black Mirror Labyrinth. Oh, I forgot that's another IP. Yeah, so Bla- Black, Mirror. Black Mirror, obviously the Netflix show. Um, yeah, it was a Netflix show, right? Yeah. Or was it a BBC show? I think or... it was a BBC show that yeah. aired on Netflix. Uh, so Black Mirror Labyrinth. This was basically a maze. Uh, you're invited to play test the labyrinth and the UK's first live Black Mirror experience. Yeah. Um, so this one was kind of, kind of like a, like almost like a funhouse. Like there was uh, mirrors. There was a, like they we they took your photo at the start of it and incorporated that into the attraction, which was really cool. The dude who like the human who navigates you through that at the beginning was 
did such a great yeah. job as the character he was playing. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to I wanted to find him later to tell him how good he was at his <laughs> job, but I didn't get a chance. Uh, yeah, and so, it, so it was it was a pretty neat thing. So the idea was like you're experiencing you get like see the new technology and you go in and of course everything goes bad. Then it's a matter of like you have to get out, but it's it's literally like one of those it's literally like one of those like mirror funhouse mirror maze. Yeah. yeah, and so we had to like work our way out of it, and there was like a, a counting clock and it was super intense, and then yeah. bad stuff happens and there's smoke effects and air. It, it was a lot of fun. It was, yeah. Like, oh, this is a neat little thing. And so I enjoyed that one a lot. And then last but not least, Jeff, you pretty much called it a day after that, which is okay because I don't want to I don't want to break you. Yeah. Uh, but we went or uh, we I, the royal we went on Saw the Ride. Mm-hmm. So ride the world's first horror movie themed roller coaster with a beyond vertical 100 degree drop. Um so this was one that we saw in the park the whole day, yep. and basically, uh, it kind of if you, if you know uh, Rip Ride and Rocket in Universal Studios, the the lift hill is straight up, like you're on your back going vertical up, Mm-mm-mm. and then there's no no break, no pause, no slow down. You just whip over the top of this hill, and then it dips into the coaster. So it is a hundred degrees. So you go beyond vertical down, and then loop back out. Um, it uh, yeah, it it looks like a uh, like a. Uh, bobby pin. Yeah, 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 kind of, yeah. yeah, or like a treble clef or something. Mm-hmm. Not a, uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, bass clef, uh, whatever. Um, and so this one was really, really cool. So you, Jeff, backed out of it, but uh, I, I wrote didn't it back out. <laughs> I never forwarded in. <laughs> Uh, so the ride itself, it, it, it's like, there were some animatronics in it. Like you first get on it. Um, it's, it's a car, it's a smaller car, only eight people on it, like four and four, uh, two rows. And the first thing you see is you see the little like saw, like mannequin or the little saw dummy on a tricycle. And he's talking to you. He's like, good luck trying to ride. And then we'll, I'll do an episode on this one. Cause I really want to talk about this one. There's some really, really cool stuff, but there were a lot of like surprises that you thought maybe like, Oh, this is bad. And then, you know, there's the animatronics in there and there's a lot of cool props throughout the whole thing. Um, I will say this one rattled my head quite a bit. Like I more so than anything else, I bonked my head a little bit on this one, and that you, I was like pretty much done after it was over. You can't, you coming off of that ride validated me not touching it. <laughs> you looked worse for wear. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it, it, but no, it was the end of a long day. It was of a, a lot day. of riding. Yeah, yeah, we we packed in quite a bit, but. uh but yeah, there were still a bunch of other rides that we ended up not going on. Like I said, Rush, you know, we tried to go on, but we weren't able to. Samurai, which yeah, there's so, no way in hell you're getting me on ever. <laughs> so I wrote down the notes of the stuff we didn't ride. I went over to the website and looked at it. So Samurai, I, I wrote Death Blade looking thingy. Yeah. Uh, so basically it was like this. It's like Crawl the Ride. Yeah, it's this five-bladed ride that has seats on it that spin while it's also spinning like on a flat spin, Mm-mm. but it lifts up in the sky. Mm-mm. Oof. Mm-mm. Uh Vortex was another one where it was like kind of comes down and you have your back and it's spinning. It's kind of like one of those wall things you Mm-mm. lay up against, but that also like lifts the Gravitron, it up. no way. And then Zodiac was the other one where you're like you're sitting in a car and it starts spinning around until you mm. whip out and then it lifts. So you're just basically doing flips Dude, over and British over. British people are obsessed with being <laughs> spun. <laughs> And now one we didn't go on that I am a little sad we missed out was Stealth, which was the UK's fastest roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, If you've ever seen Top Thrill Dragster or anything, it's basically the same idea where it just launches you super quick and then goes up a big top hat and then goes back down. So it's a real simple coaster, but it is the UK's fastest roller coaster. How fast does it go? 80 miles an hour. So it's a zero to eighty in like one point three seconds or something like that. So it it throws you back in your seat. But if a top hat is kind of like we talked about Velocicoaster, is the thing it's the big arch that yeah. goes up in the sky. So you basically use all that speed to get up to the top and then up and over. So we didn't ride that one. Uh, Tidal Wave was the one that goes down. 
um, has the big splash as a water ride. It's just kind of like you're on a boat, goes up, and then has a big splash Hell down. of a splash. Yeah, we saw the splash. It was significant, but we didn't go on that one. Uh, Storm Surge, we didn't go on. That's a raft ride. Uh, Mr. Monkey's Banana Ride. <laughs> didn't <laughs> go on that. That was one of like the uh, the pirate ship ones that go yeah, back and forth. Yeah. But I just love Mr. Monkey's Banana Ride. I wouldn't so. mind Mr. Monkey's Banana Ride. Yeah. I think that would be fun. So, uh, and then the Angry Birds 4D experience, we didn't go on either. Didn't do that. So that's a, a 4D show. And then Detonator, that was the one that's kind of like Dr. Doom's Fear Fall, where it's the oh, big tower I would, that I would do up. that one. Yeah. I would do that one. But this one, instead of kind of launching up, it goes up to the top and then drops down. I, uh, yeah, if you, it's funny, I, I felt like we did just about everything, but you listing those, that's an entire day right there, yeah. just in the rides we didn't go on. So definitely a reason to go back so yeah. that I can watch you ride most of that. <laughs> you, you'll go on, on Mr. Monkey's I'll go on ride. Mr. Monkey, and okay, I'll go good. on the Death Drop one. Okay, and then and also Rush we didn't go on either, so. Yeah, I'll do Rush. Uh, yeah, so I've got some fun facts here. Uh, between 18, or excuse me, between 1983 and 1989, it was regularly used as a filming location for the Benny Hill Show. <laughs> Which I knew you would appreciate That was from Wikipedia uh, Also from Wikipedia Here's some records held by the park uh, So Nemesis Inferno is the first inverted coaster To feature interlocking corkscrews So I don't know what that means But they're interlocking corkscrews uh, The Swarm opened as Europe's uh, Tallest wing coaster Mm. So uh, that one goes up pretty tall. You can actually do a climb where you, yeah. you walk up to the top and be able to look around. Saw the ride has the steepest drop, not controlled by brakes, and was marketed as the world's first horror movie themed roller coaster. While the park claimed it had the world's steepest drop on any roller coaster, this isn't true. A steel hog at Indiana Beach had opened the previous year with a 111 degree drop and now features the ninth steepest drop behind the Monster Adventureland, Mumbo Jumbo at Flamingo Land. Flamingo Land, I want to go there. Timber Drop at. Uh, Fry Spare Tooth City, Cannibal at Lagoon, Crazy Bird at Happy Valley, Tianjin, uh, Green Lantern Coaster at Warner Brothers Movie World, Takabisha at Fuji Q Highland, which I think Fuji Q is the place that has that crazy coaster, right, Ben? Yep. And uh, TMNT Shellraiser at Nickelodeon Universe. So there you Flamingo. go. Flamingo. Interlocking corkscrews are two corkscrew inversions that spin around each other. Oh, wow. So okay. like one turns riders upside down over the other. Oh, oh that's neat. Flamingo Land is a park in the UK. Nice. We should go to Flamingo Land. Yeah. Uh, Colossus held the world record for the most inversions on a roller coaster on opening in twenty in two thousand two with ten inversions mm. before being beaten by the Smiler at Alton Towers Resort with fourteen inversions. Ugh. So we got to go on the one with fourteen now, Jeff. Stealth is the UK's fastest roller coaster, launching from zero to eighty in one point nine seconds. Many places, uh, such as Signage on the Ride, say zero to eighty in two point three seconds. Although that is actually incorrect, as the ride's launch was modified to accelerate faster in the off season of twenty thirteen. Standing at 205 feet, it is also the UK's second tallest coaster behind the big one at Blackpool Pleasure Beach. So this is actually taller than I think uh, Velocicoaster. I think Velocicoaster was like 155. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, Tidal Wave opened as the Europe's tallest water ride. So that's the one that goes up and has the big splashdown. And Project Exodus, which we heard rumors of, will be the tallest oh. roller coaster in the UK at 236 feet if approved. So, uh, yeah, Project Exodus is a new coaster they're working on kind of in the back part of the park right now. Dude, Flamingo Land looks intense. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm looking at the thrill rides. There's the Mumbo Jumbo. I think you might have mentioned that one. Uh, cliffhanger, that looks terrifying. Here, let me look at this guy. Pterodactyl. Oh, no, thank you. Uh, that's brutal. Hero, I don't even, you call a roller coaster ride hero, you think you're gonna, <laughs> there's definitely a good chance you're gonna die. Velocity. Velocity. Look at this monster. That, that's, flip-flop, that's flip-flop. Okay, that's the one that looks like, uh, uh, uh one of the rides here. Uh, Vortex. 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 Yeah, that's a, that looks like a nightmare. 
Uh, and then whatever the Navigator is. Navigator? Oh, Kumali. Oof. Nice. We got to go up to Yorkshire. <laughs> I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, Kamali. And there's I, a zoo. I loved him in uh, Silicon Valley. There's a zoo. Nice. We'll go to the zoo. I like the zoo. Go, go see like some cheetahs. Yeah. Go see some monkeys. See some flamingos, there I assume. So, uh, yeah. So, the, Thorpe Park was a blast. We had a lot of fun. I've got, we've got our, our new sign. I don't know if you can see it on the camera. We bought a sign for the, uh, for the new set eventually whenever that happens. I bought some socks. I bought some Thorpe Park socks as well, Jeff. I, uh, I had a blast and it was really, uh, it was really exciting and cool to be able to discover a theme park that I had honestly never heard of mm -hmm. until we started this. Uh, and it, it really kind of opened my eyes to, like, even now, just, just we'd never heard of Flamingo Land until 10 minutes ago. And then you look it up and you're like, oh, this is a this is an impressive entire-ass theme park that we just w w had no knowledge of. And it really kind of opened my eyes to how many there probably are oh, out yeah. there for us to explore and how unique and creative and interesting and kind of fantastic they all are. And so that in itself was really awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was cool. And it was like... Very eye-opening. I, I, talked, I talked about it, you know, on the day where... It was the first time in a long, I mean, since I was a kid, that I went in blind to a brand new theme park. That part was cool, too. Yeah. Watching you discover a theme park yeah, like was really neat. Because, I mean, like, I've done Universal. I've done Disney so many times. I know this, like, the back of my hand. But this was one I sort of intentionally was like, I don't want to learn a lot about stuff. And so I went in very blind. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. And kinda. then Matt was very, very clever. He would tell us, all right, the ride you're about to go on is a world first. Yeah. But I won't tell you in what <laughs> until after you've ride the ride. And so we would have to try to figure it out, which made a fun little game. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I quite enjoyed that. Also, uh, everyone that we interacted with contend that they have a thing at, at Thorpe Park for Halloween called Fright Nights. Yeah. That they insist is better than Halloween Horror Nights even. And Halloween Horror Nights is a, like a top 10 uh, experience I've had in terms of just like going off and doing stuff in my life. Like I had yeah. such a – still, I'm still thinking about it, you know, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I, I want to go back every year. And so the idea that there's another – Halloween experience out there that's uh, commiserate with that level of entertainment is very exciting. Yeah, yeah. And they were even saying like, so the UK, you know, you can do some stuff in the UK that you really can't in the States, you know? And uh, there was one thing they were talking about if you're staying on property during the Fright Nights, so you can actually stay at the, the, the little hotel they have there, the Shark Hotel. <laughs> but uh, We're going to do this to you, Ben. Yeah, uh, Matt was saying that uh, they, they do a thing where you can sign up, you pay a certain amount, and uh, they will go into your room and just kidnap one of your friends, and then you have to go in to the park and track that person down. They leave they leave clues, clues and you have to find your friend inside the park. Or you don't and you just go right back to bed. Or you just go right on just ride rides all night. <laughs> so am, uh, am I gonna like wake up taken style one day just <laughs> in the park? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know if they still do that, but oh man, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, it's it, it was a blast, and I mean, and also that was the first time we really had gotten to experience a park with the pass holders too. Yes, and we got some great photos of us on rides. Uh, ben Davis was there, the guy who's done he's done a lot of awesome artwork. Love hanging out with him. Uh, he took some great photos of us on Colossus Jeff, where you can just kind of see everyone uh, all together on the on the thing. Like uh, that's that's wrong, wrong Ben. Hang on, I, let me show you these photos here. Like this one here. Like that's. Just great. You can see like everyone. Oh yeah, we. Look, I look miserable. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll post all those, all those on the uh, the YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Annual Pass. Make sure to include them in there. But uh, and also we got a bunch of ride photos too, and uh, we'll, I'll send all those to whoever's editing this episode so they can cram them on there. But uh, but yeah, it was an awesome awesome time. Uh, thank you again to Thorpe Park for for having us. Everyone was super friendly. Everyone was super nice. Um, Hattie was a great VIP tour fantastic. guide. She was fantastic. Uh, Matt for setting this up 
as well, and all the pass holders who joined us, and everyone who said hi to us throughout the time we were out there. It, it really meant a lot, and seeing people wearing like annual pass merchandise, that was really cool, and a lot of high fives were given. And I can confirm that uh, UK theme parks are at least as good as US theme parks. <laughs> uh, can't say the same for UK hot dogs. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, the rides were great. Yeah, I will say the sodas all had actual sugar in them, as opposed to oh yeah, well <laughs> high fructose corn syrup. So. I have a, I'm a diet soda man, but yes, okay. yeah. yes. But uh, yeah, so again, thank you very much. We will absolutely have to go back to Thorpe Park and kind of catch all the stuff we missed out yeah. on. Maybe see Project S- Exodus as well, whatever Delph. that happens. And uh, and also we want to go. Of course, everyone's like, well, "Are you going to come to this park?" Yes, we'd love to go to yeah. that park. Like we want to go to Alton Towers. Um, uh, my wife and I, Katie, uh, were big fans of the the Great British Throwdown, which is like the like the Bake Off, except mm-hmm. it's pottery. Yeah, yeah. And it's on Stoke on Trent, which Alton Towers is also in that same area. So I'm mm. like, I need to make an excuse to go out there. There and you go. Go to the pottery and also go to the theme park. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back for sure, for sure. So thank you for being our first international park. It was a blast. And uh, yeah, and so that's that's gonna do it for for Thorpe Park. But now, Jeff, let's get into some Q and A from uh, some people we had on the site. This is uh, from the Justin Glatt interview. He was our projection ma- projection mapping gentleman we talked to. So uh, Odin's Keepers says question. Hey, Jack and Jeff, I really want to thank you for making my Wednesday mornings go by quickly while I'm at work. I live here in Edmonton, where we have the largest indoor roller coaster in North America. Oh. It was the largest indoor in the world, but one has been built in Dubai that just edged out. My question is, where is the most remote location for a theme park you have visited? Love the show. Look forward to someday meeting you both. I, I would oh. imagine maybe Thorpe Park for That's you. easy. That's easy. <laughs> Thorpe Park in uh, in Staines or Slough or wherever it was. Um, I have I haven't visited, but I saw a theme park when I was in Taiwan. So oh. uh, I went to Taiwan for an achievement hunter thing forever ago, yeah. and as we were driving in the mountains. I just saw like the I saw a track of a roller coaster and then I could see there was a whole theme park in Taiwan. Unfortunately, we didn't have time to stop there, mm-hmm. but I would love to go back someday. I don't yeah. even know the name of that park. Ben, what's the name of the theme park in Taiwan? Sorry, I know you might be doing things, but now look up things. Uh, so I want to go there someday. I want to okay. go back. Taiwan was beautiful. I'd love to get back to it. Uh, Jet Black Arsenal says, for a, a question for a general audience, we focus a lot on rides and the mechanics on how things work, but would anyone else be interested to hear the macro of it all? How parks are laid out to maximize flow, yes. the reasoning to why certain attractions yes. are placed where within a park, and a little how they deal with permitting of it all from an environmental standpoint. Just the last bit relates to what I do uh, with work. So, um, yes, the answer to that is yes. I would love to talk about that. As a matter of fact, uh, I have a cousin who works in the kind of uh, larger scale, uh, I don't know what you would call it, but he, he works in the industry of building attractions for for companies. Okay. So his company, um, like Facebook, will come to South by Southwest and like, we need a pavilion. And so his company will build it for them. Mm. And he'll go into theme parks. Like I, he'll, he'll tell, he told me about stories going into Disney and just picturing things. I mean, oh, this is how this works. And this, this is placed here because of this. And so because of that, I want to go to a theme park with my cousin mm. and kind of look at it from the forest for the trees sort of aspect of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yes, that is something we, I genuinely looked into and I want to talk about. So Jet Black Arsenal, we will cover that someday with someone in that industry. Ben. Okay. First off, Taiwan has the best naming for theme parks. <laughs> um, so we have one, Leo Fu Village Theme Park. Okay. I don't know if this is the one you, you were talking about. EDA Theme Park. Okay. Which is a Greek-style design park. Uh, let's see here. Window on China Theme Park. Hmm. Uh, and then Taipei Water Park. 
Ooh. And then John Fusun Fancy World theme park, which is <laughs> awesome. I thought that was going to be the best name theme park. Uh-huh. Fancy World. Until I found the next one, which is Little Ding Dong Science theme park. So I want to go to all of these. <laughs> Little Ding Dong. Yes. We Little have to ding go. Ding Dong Science Jeff, park. Jeff, we're, we're making a Taiwan trip. Hashtag get in. You'll pass the Taiwan. Oh, man. That would be a blast. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's one of those. I'll have to look at photos and figure out which one it was. But, uh, yeah. So, that's it. So, um, all right. So, now this is the point of the show where, you know, I ask a question of the audience. Are the pass holders you guys give answers? The question I asked during the interview episode was, what has been your favorite interaction with a character within a park? Um, Galaxy Queen says, my favorite interactions with characters is the first time I went to Disney right before I started college. I met Buzz Lightyear and my mom said, smile, Jesse. And Buzz gave me a kiss on the cheek and got a photo of that for my 25th birthday. I went back to Disney and got some cool photos with Gaston and he gave me some dating advice. Yeah. Nice. That's cute. Buzz with a little kiss, a little smooch. S.J. Simpson says, my most memorable interaction with a character was in 2009 when my family and I were eating lunch at Garden Grill, the rotating restaurant at Epcot. Chippendale showed up when my dad wasn't paying attention and made him jump out of his skin. (laughs) (laughs) The chipmunks thought it was hilarious, so they spent the rest of our lunch sneaking up on my dad from various angles and scaring the crap out of him. At one point, he flinched so hard he almost punched Dale in the face. It's a memory that we still joke about to this day, and luckily we didn't get kicked out of Epcot for aggravated assault. <laughs> Credens Justiem uh, says, My favorite interaction was standing slash watching the Jack Sparrow pirate tutorial at Disney World, and Jack Sparrow came up and flirted with me. I was feeling really crappy that day, and it made me both feel a little better and caused me to be on cloud nine for the rest of the day. I have no idea if that cast member knew how that made my trip. My friends thought it was hilarious how, how I human blue screen for a moment, and I did. Human blue screen. That's, That's a funny. great term. Yeah. There's probably a picture on an old cell phone somewhere of Jack Sparrow and me. And last but not least, our winner for this week's episode is Kristen May. Pre-pandemonium, we went to Disney World for the first time. I will preface this by saying I was 33 the first time we went, and my husband and I had been saving up for literally years for this trip. We had met some some of the princesses at this point, but none of the Fab Five until our dinner at Tusker House. I couldn't tell you anything about the food, but the first time I saw, saw Donald Duck, he was the first one out, I burst into tears. 33 years of being a Disney fan, but never having seen these characters in person, I just couldn't handle my emotions. Donald came over and gave me a huge hug, touching my cheek. He turned to my husband and motioned that he needed to come me. I laughed and said, this isn't going to stop all dinner, so here we are. The pictures from the dinner are some of my favorite from that trip. My smile is huge, even though my eyes are bright red. Whoa. That trip turned me into a Disney adult. That's super cute. That's that is super cute. cute. So, yeah. Kristen May, uh, I'll reach out to you. We'll send you a theme park map autographed by Jeff and myself. And this week's question, Jeff, Okay, seems very appropriate for Thorpe Park. What non-Disney international park should we travel to next? I'll expand that to say non-Disney, non-universal. So what what sort of regional park should we travel to next? I'm thinking Ding Dong Land. What was it called? <laughs> Ding, Ding Dong Science Land well, or Fancy Pants or I'm, whatever it was. Are we meant to answer this right now? Yeah, you can if you'd like. Uh, well, I uh, I mean, obviously, everybody wants to go to Ding Dong Land uh, <laughs> or Fancy Pants Land or whatever the other one was. Uh but, you know, uh, setting our sights a little more achievable in the short term. I mean, I would also love to go to Flamingo Land. Yeah. Uh, but I'm thinking, uh, why don't we try to go to Six Flags, any of the Six Flags <laughs> in Texas? That's all. Well, well inter- I said International Park, Jeff. Did Maybe, you say International? Yeah, I did. I said, well, what, guess what? 
if we lived in uh, if we lived in Taiwan, Six Flags would be international. That's true. That's true. I I, th- I think any any of those parks in Taiwan sound pretty awesome. Um, apparently, there's one in Spain. There's a park in Spain that's supposed to be amazing that I want to go, or that Fuji Q place, which has the coaster that'll crush your ribs. That sounds fun too. So I would love to go to any of those. But yes, go to roosterteeth.com. Answer in the comments what non Disney international park should we travel to next. And uh, whether or not we will, you know, what yeah. should we go to next? So thank you very much again, everyone, for listening to this episode. It's been awesome. YouTube.com slash annual pass. If you want to watch the video version of this and also see some of those images from the park that we took while we were out there. Or watch us learn how to make Dole Whip or yeah. put together a puzzle or oh, yeah. uh, play Roller Coaster Tycoon. Or I, I, I all kinds to mention, of real stuff. quick. So this book, the unofficial Disney Parks cookbook, was sent in by a fan. I've got a letter here. Dear Jack and Jeff, first off, I love the podcast. I don't get to go to amusement parks or theme parks as much as I would like to, but hearing you guys talk about them really fills the void. I've been to Disney World a few times growing up, but a lot has changed since then. Uh, let's see here. Uh, on request, can you do an episode on the Super Duper Looper at Hershey Park in Hershey, Pennsylvania? It was the first looping coaster on the East Coast, and from what I remember, it was my first coaster. I was there on a fifth grade field trip way back in 2000. Uh, yeah, it says, love the podcast. Thanks for all you guys do. Andy W., thank you very much, Andy W., for this book. It's very, very kind of you. And also, don't forget, you can mail us stuff at 1901 East 51st Street, Austin, Texas, 78723. But annual pass, care of Rooster Teeth Productions. We want postcards. Send us postcards. So send us postcards from your favorite parks to annual pass, care of Rooster Teeth Productions, 1901 East 51st Street, Austin, Texas, 78723. And at some point when we get a set, we'll put them all behind us and it'll look awesome. But thank you again, everyone. Jeff, do you feel like you learned something today? Uh, I do. I learned that Taiwan has the best uh, theme parks on Earth. <laughs> I want to go be a ding-dong science guy. Ding-dong science and, and wear your fancy pants. It'll be yeah. lots of fun. So that'll do it. Thank you again, everyone who who listens, everyone who watches. Make sure to join our Discord group. Make sure to grab a shirt or a pennant or a, or a sticker. we got these awesome stickers now. Or a poncho. Or a poncho. You can grab all of those things over at store.roosteeth.com. Uh, st- follow us on social media, annual underscore pass on all the socials. And uh, yeah, and that'll do it. And we'll see you guys next week for more. It's been a lot of fun. Take care of yourselves. Goodbye. TTFN. TTFN.